Greetings! Welcome to Average Joe's Fantasy. I'm your host, Steve Nordyke, and we are here heading into week seven. Can't believe the season has gone this fast, but it has, and I hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody out there has been healthy and crushing their opponents. As always, please rate us on is it Apple Podcasts now, I think it's called. I think they stopped doing the iTunes thing, so... Apple Podcast, please rate us, give us some stars, leave a message, leave a question. Uh, it's greatly appreciated. It means a lot to the podcast and a lot to me personally. Or you can rate us on whatever app you're using to listen to this lovely, lovely little uh, community that we call Average Joe's. So let me give you a little recap of my teams like I always do. Average Joe's, we lost by like six points. So now we are at four and two. Still in first, but four and two. The rest of my teams, I went seven and four, which is pretty good. It looked a little dicey there on Sunday, but uh, Monday morning, Aaron, or not Monday morning, Monday night, Aaron Jones stunk it up and allowed me to get a win. I was up by nine heading into Monday night. Jones got, I think, four. So that was great. So I finished that week seven and four. And uh, I have two teams that are two and four. One is pretty good, one is not. And I have three in first, one that is six and oh. So yeah, that's what we're doing right now. So let's get started with some ads, players that I'm looking at. For all before we do that, let me talk about some of the successes I had last week. I mentioned Hunter Henry, and he was great. And you know, it's better than I anticipated. So if you were able to go out there and get him like I was, you have a wealth of resources at tight end. And I'll give you a little Hunter Henry story. Uh, Jack, who's in my Buffalo Wild Wings league, he did not get Henry, but I, told, I mentioned it last week. I told him to pick him up, and he picked him up in every other league that he could. So today, I told Jack, I said, no, now it's time to trade, trade, trade Hunter Henry. Good gracious, I can't even talk. And he's like, why well, do I want to trade Hunter Henry? I said, well, you, you got a lot of teams in this league, in your leagues that don't have tight ends. Tight ends run buys. Disley got hurt. Uh, there's only a handful of tight ends that are actually good. So you can either try to package Henry and upgrade a position, or you could package one of your, your starting tight ends. Because like me, I think Jack has Ertz on a couple teams, got a Waller on a team. So we uh, looked, over his, uh, looked over his rosters and looked at some of the opponents in his leagues. And I sent, I sent out a bunch of trades on his behalf, and one got accepted. We ended up trading Zach Ertz. And uh, who was it? Will Fuller from Mike Thomas, which I think is outstanding. Michael Thomas is really, you know, could be the best receiver in the league. I'm getting tons of volume, doing great right now, even with Bridgewater. And when Bruce Breeze comes back, he's just going to take off. So I think that was outstanding. So now he can roll with Henry and 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 Michael Thomas. You know, I, it's not a strategy I'd recommend if you're in first. Like he's easy. Jack was like, I'm in first place in, the, in this league. I'm five and one. Why would I want to trade away, you know, Ertz or Henry? So I said, well, you could trade one, you know, I wouldn't trade Ertz away. I'd trade Henry away. I'd try to upgrade your wide receivers or upgrade, you know, one of your running backs. On the league that we actually made that trade for Michael Thomas, he was three and three and in like sixth. So, you know, when you're like, when you're, when you're three and three and you're in sixth place, you're out of the playoffs, you need to, you need to upgrade. Obviously your team's probably not, I mean, your team's probably not good enough. He's probably have a hole somewhere else. And if you have two tight ends, it's really not uh, ideal. 
it's good for trading, but not great. You know, you don't want to run two tight ends out there at, at tight end and flex. Ideally, you'd have a really good flex. So that's what we're going to talk about here. You know, if you have Henry or you have two tight ends, it's time to make some trades. And you start at the top. Like I told Jack and like I, you know, I sent out trades today. Start at the top because the teams on the bottom, if they're if they're one and five or two and four, they need a lot more than a tight end. They're not going to trade their best player for a tight end because tight end is really the worst, the, the worst position out of your starting lineup between your running backs and wide receivers. You'd rather have a good wide receiver or a good tight end or a good running back than a tight end. Unless, of course, it's Kelsey, but Kelsey's been underperforming as well. So ideally, you'd want to have a good running back or good tight end. So you start at the top. You know, everybody, anybody who's listened before knows I always prey on the bottom teams and take away all their players. But when you're trading tight ends, you start at the top. Because if anybody has a buy or they lost Disley or they have you know a huge hole where they have to start Rudolph or, or Jason Witten, they're going to be panicked. And you can squeeze them, especially if they're if they're like third or fourth and they're trying to fight for a playoff spot. And all of a sudden they lost a tight end or they don't have a tight end or they're, uh, you know, every every game is important. So if you can trade them somebody like like Connor and Henry for Elliott, great. Or Connor and Henry for um, I don't think McCaffrey's going to be in. I don't think I don't think it's reasonable. Connor and uh, may have to go with Ertz something like that. But you could you could try, or you could go after a receiver. Maybe it's time to go get uh, Devontae Adams. Maybe you trade Fuller and Henry for Adams. Maybe you trade Henry for AJ Green. If you're if you're in the, if you're in front, if you're doing well, obviously if you're in the bottom of the lot, bottom of the league, you need some immediate help. And two tight ends is not going to help you. So you're looking to trade probably your stud tight end and roll with Henry. So if you happen to have Kelsey or Ertz or Kittle or even Hooper, and you and you picked up Henry on the wire, trade that stud tight end. Go get yourself uh, Le'Veon Bell. Go get yourself David Johnson. You need to make something happen. Maybe you trade Mixon and Ertz for Le'Veon. Or maybe you can trade uh, somebody else that's under, underperforming, like maybe Philip Lindsay and Ertz, and you go get David Johnson. I don't know. But you need to be including these tight ends, and you hit the teams in the top. Because really, you know, like I told Jack, you're going to cripple these teams in the top. They're going to trade away a, a very good player. I mean, it's not like you're trading... Not trading Elliott and Henry for uh, for Camara. You're not doing that. So you're not. I mean, whoever whoever you trade is going to be somebody that you anticipate not doing well down the stretch, because again, you don't want them to take off. But you need to be able to turn that surplus into a major boost for your offense, especially with bye weeks coming up. So pay attention to that. Pay attention to who in your league is desperate for a tight end or who may be desperate for a tight end, and just start start sending them offers. Try to get away there. Try to get away DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones. Go get one of these studs that are underperforming. Maybe they're upset with them, you know. So maybe somebody like Stefan Diggs and Zach Ertz gets you uh, Hopkins or Julio. I think that's a, a great offer to make. All right. Anyways, so what are we talking about here? Where were we? I don't even know where the hell we were at. Oh, so that was one of our pickups last week that I mentioned. During the weekend, I, you know, I keep telling you guys, and Yahoo Leagues especially, you can drop people that have already played and pick up guys who haven't played yet and put them on your bench. And you can start them as well. But somebody who, you know, if somebody's played and they stink or they get hurt, you can drop them, pick somebody up at like the 4 o'clock game or the Sunday night game, Monday night game, or whatever that is. So all weekend long, I picked up the Bills. I picked up Josh Allen. They are on buys. And I picked up Jamal Williams in probably five teams. Because really, if you're sitting there with, uh, I don't know, who could it be? Uh, Curtis Samuel. Maybe somebody like Chase Edmonds 
Frank Gore. Um, who else is not great? Adrian Peterson. If you have these guys on the bench, they're not going to be league winners for you. So look on the wire and see who's available that hasn't played yet. Someone like Jamal Williams could be a league winner for you. Before he got injured, uh, he was basically the, the leading, the leading, you know, the number one in Green Bay, and that's right where he's right where he left off on uh, on Monday night. Looked great, amazing game. Our 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 guy Aaron Jones with his drop touchdown catch, and he just did, you know, he fumbled. So Jamal Williams may be the lead back going forward here. That's a huge get. It really is. Those are what we're talking about making these pickups during the weekend. Turning your roster over on the bottom. Giving yourself more shots at beating the wire and being successful. Now, you can do that with guys like Edmonds. These handcuffs. You know, the game is over. They didn't play. Whatever. You're not, you're not going to need them. You can drop them and pick them back up during the week. That's what we're going to talk about here in just a few minutes. So... I scored well on Jamal Williams. I scored well, really well on Hunter Henry. And this is what you can do to keep your team ahead in the league or catch up or just gain more surplus talent to be able to make trades. It's difficult turning Will Fuller into DeAndre Hopkins. You, you know, you, you can't trade three Will Fullers for DeAndre Hopkins. It still doesn't make sense. You know, Cortland Sutton, Will Fuller for DeAndre Hopkins? No, no one's going to take that. But you get the leading rusher for the Green Bay Packers, the number one running back. Now, all of a sudden, it does make sense. Maybe you trade Jamal Williams and Will Fuller for uh, Leonard Fournette or Chris Carson or Adam Thielen, someone like that. So some ads this week, we got Robbie Anderson, Jamison Crowder. I don't think they're necessarily a huge priority because they're going to be terrible against New England and they're probably in the wire again. But if you want to grab them and hang on to them for the week after, they got a nice little stretch coming up and they should have value for the rest of the season. Just New England's going to be a tough matchup this week. Luke Wilson, if you're a guy who lost Disley, or you have a crappy tight end. Luke Wilson is going to get some run. Quarterbacks, we got Jacoby Brissett, Josh Allen. If you can grab Josh Allen, you grab him. Even if you have like Deshaun Watson starting, you grab Josh Allen. You put him on your bench. You don't want to face Josh Allen. Uh, Hunter Henry, if he's there, you do it. You know he's being number one, number one claim. Uh, Royce Freeman, uh, he's not a must, but he's a guy who's getting run. And if, and if anything happens, he's kind of like a handcuff. But if you have flexibility, you can grab him. Nikhil Harry, he's practicing again for New England, and he should still be on the IR and be listed as out. So you can pick him up, stick him in your IR spot, and pick somebody else up. And Auden Tate looked good again. Um, if you're desperate for a receiver, you can do a lot worse than him. So those are just some of the ads I'm looking at, some of the players I would grab. But for my ad strategy here going forward, I'm not looking to grab you know, people like Royce Freeman. I don't want guys who play just enough to not want to drop them. You know, I don't want those guys. I don't want my bench full of full of guys who could get seven points. It's not it's not great. <laughs> the wire is the wire is just as just as good as having a bench like that. I want league winning players on the bench. Jamal Williams, Hunter Henry, those are league winners. So when I'm making my waiver pickups here, sure, I'm gonna go ahead and grab Hunter Henry and um what's his name? Jamal Williams if he's available. I'm gonna grab Josh Allen if he's there. I'm gonna grab the Bills D if they're there. Uh, but other than that, I'm probably going to just relax until everybody makes their claims. And I'm going to go for high-end handcuffs. Because during the week, I mean, once you make a couple guys that you, maybe you need, maybe you need a quarterback, maybe you need a defense or a kicker or whatever, I'll make those must pickups. But I'm cutting guys like Frank Gore. I'm cutting, um, I don't say Miles Sanders, but I'm, I'm probably going to cut Tarek Cohen. 
I'm probably going to cut, um, geez, who else? Who else could I cut? Obviously, Adrian Peterson, I'd let him go because I don't, you know, even, even somebody like, even somebody like Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore, I'd probably hang on to, but Curtis Samuel can go, can go away. Uh, Geronimo Allison, uh, Marquez Valdez, Scantling, they can all go away. Marvin Jones, he can go away. None of these guys are going to be a league winner. So I'm letting these guys go. I'm picking up potential league winners. I want high-end handcuffs going into the games on Thursday, going into the games on you know one o'clock, four o'clock, and you know it, chances are the league uh, the the leading rusher is not going to get injured, and chances are if you have Dalvin Cook, he's not going to you know suffer an ACL. But I mean things happen, and you want to have Madison on your bench if he does. So I'm picking up these high-end handcuffs, and you know, if I need to drop him for somebody, I'll drop him for somebody. If there's a defense that I'm looking ahead for, then I'll drop him and pick up that defense, and I'll re-pick up these handcuffs once they finish. You know, once once the waiver period ends for the next week. So if I go into a game with Madison, he gets you know five carries, 22 yards. Dalvin Cook's fine. I can let him go during the weekend, pick up another another lottery ticket, and then re-pick up Madison again. Uh, you know, before the game start for the following week. Does that make sense? It's it's uh, important. You'll get ahead of the rest of your league, and you have you know potential league winners on your bench. So I can't stress that enough. So let's talk about some of the guys I'm picking up. High end handcuffs. Kareem Hunt. He's going to be a super high end handcuff. Latavius Murray. Pretty high end handcuff. Alexander Madison. Jamal Williams if he's still there. Uh, Reggie Bonifon. Chase Edmonds, Rock Armstead, and Malcolm Brown. He's probably not available, but if he is, you can grab him. These are guys that could win you a league. If, God forbid, one of their you know number ones goes down, they're going to be the number one guy on waivers, and they're going to be an automatic RB1. Um, Jamal Williams may already be the RB1, so you may have missed out on him already. Get ahead of the, get ahead of the wire. Get ahead of your league by grabbing these guys. Of course, they're not going to help you this week. And if you're in last, uh, maybe it's not really a great strategy. Maybe you need people that are going to going to going to play right away. But holding on to Chase Edmonds, you know, I dropped him on a couple leagues because David Johnson's back. Well, and I want him because of David Johnson's back. So once the waiver period ends, I don't think anybody's going to claim him. He'll go unclaimed. I'll pick him up, drop Jameis Winston or Andy Dalton or whoever I have in my team, and I'll have Chase Edmonds again, you know, through the week and into next week. And then I'll drop him on the weekend again, you know, as long as David Johnson stays healthy. Keep cycling these guys in and out. Keep trying to stay ahead of the people in your league. It'll help you out, especially if you're on the top and you have some flexibility and some roster uh, roster you know, holes that you could you could uh, store, stash them at. All right. So we mentioned trades already. Hit the teams that lost Disley. Hit the teams that don't have a tight end. Uh, start at the top. Very important. Very, very important. You know, you, you can uh, cripple the people at the top and help your team at the same time. So some, uh, let's see, some trade, buy low guys, talk about that right now, buy low in trades, Matt Ryan, Kyler Murray, Matt Ryan is not really a buy low, but if you have Lamar Jackson, he kind of is, or Patrick Mahomes, he is a buy low. So if I have Lamar Jackson or even Russell Wilson, I may try to down trade a little bit if I can upgrade somewhere else, if you're, if you're weak at another position. You know, if, 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 you know, I mean, Lamar Jackson's been great. If you could trade Lamar Jackson and, oh, hell, Joe Mixon for, 
Matt Ryan and Le'Veon or Matt Ryan and Fournette or Matt Ryan and Chris Carson, I'm making that trade. Uh, Another running backs to buy low, Joe Mixon. Oh, actually, Bengals to buy low. Joe Mixon and A.J. Green, I'm trading for both of them. I'm not trading a lot for Mixon. Even Phillip Lindsay, really, it it feels like it's too much for Mixon. And if you're a Mixon owner, they're not going to make that trade anyway. And let, you know, just because their team is already terrible. So you may have to trade like Lindsey and somebody like Cortland Sutton. And that's too much for a guy who's been terrible. Le'Veon Bell, I think, is a great buy low. He had a touchdown the other night. But, you know, he's still not, not, a, not a top five player. But with Darnold back, he certainly could be. So if I have Chris Carson, boy, I don't know if I, you know, Chris Carson for Le'Veon Bell, Chris Carson and, and, and Hunter Henry for Le'Veon, doesn't feel like it's too much. But it'd be a tough trade for me to make. I may aim a little bit higher. Uh, yeah, same with uh, with that carry on Johnson. You may want to package him with a tight end, but you could target him as well. After uh, Monday night's game, he could be a target. Uh, some some Colts, T.Y. Hilton, Marlon Mack. I love Marlon Mack. I think he you think he got to go get him. If you could trade uh, Tevin Coleman and D.J. Chark, or Tevin Coleman and uh, with Hunter Henry for Mack, great. I think Zach Ertz is a good buy low. Really, all the top tight ends are good buy lows because the position is still thin. So you may have to pay up for them. And David Montgomery and Josh Jacobs are both nice buy lows. I'd rather have Jacobs. But if you can get Montgomery for you know, Will Fuller, great. Or Will Fuller and Tevin Coleman for Jacobs, great. I like Tevin Coleman. I just don't know how much. Uh, man, it just sucks that they have all these running backs in San Francisco. Some guys to trade high. Obviously, Stephon Diggs, Will Fuller. Um, who else we got here? The, the top QBs I just mentioned: Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, if you could downgrade yourself to to Matt Ryan or Kyler, uh, I don't think that's such a bad strategy. Aaron Jones, he, you know, I, I wrote this list yesterday before the game, and his window may have just closed. But if you could trade Aaron Jones and Cortland Sutton and go grab Marlon Mack, might be a time to do that. Or maybe you trade, maybe you try to trade Jones and Sutton for Mack and T.Y. Hilton. Or, you know, somebody of that caliber. Mack and Galladay. Because really, I value Mack higher than Jones. And Derrick Henry, I don't know if he's a trade high. His value's gone down in the last couple weeks, but he's still better. He's still probably ranked higher than Marlon Mack. Again, I would target Mack. I think he's a great, a great buy right now. Some defenses to pick up this week uh, in no particular order. Obviously, I'll, I will give you an order. How about that? The number one defense to pick up is the Bills. They're playing the Dolphins, and they're 65% owned. They're a great get. The Jags against the Bengals is a, is a great pick. Um, the Niners against the uh, Washington Redskins, that's a great pick as well. I'm a little, you know, everybody's buying into the this Niners defense being elite, and the Niners defense, Niners defense. I might be a little concerned with the Redskins here. If Case Keenum comes out and just starts lighting, up, lighting it up, who knows? I mean, maybe they could put up some points. I think this could be a, could be a little bit of a trap game for the Niners. Or they could completely blow them out of the water. But I just have a feeling, I, I just in my gut, it just makes me nervous. Uh, the Packers D uh, against the Raiders, I think that's a pretty good pick as well. Uh, Packers won a, won a tough game on Monday night. And the Raiders are coming off a bye, so it's also a little bit of a trap game for the, for the, for the Packers. But I think they're going to be ready. I think it's a good, good, you know, good defense to pick up and stream if you need one. And some lower percentage owned teams, 
Lions against the Vikings. Lions are at 3%, which doesn't really make any sense. I think they could uh, could have a night. I mean, they have a tough defense. So they could make life difficult for the Vikings. And my Jets against the Patriots. Now, I think the Patriots are going to score like 35 points. But, oh, hell, that's a terrible option. <laughs> don't, don't Hopefully you don't have to get the, the Jets. But they're playing in New York. It could be a bit of a trap game as well for the for the Patriots. I, I, maybe that's just me hoping. I don't know. What do I know? I'm just some guy. Uh, but that's it. That's all we got. Uh, again, you can email me. I don't even know if I mentioned it last time. avgjoesfantasy at yahoo.com. avgjoesfantasy at yahoo.com. Please rate us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you're using. The rating is really important. It means a lot to me. Um... Yeah, that's the only way we're going to get bigger is through, uh, through word of mouth because God knows I can't afford to advertise anywhere. And we don't have any sponsors, so it's all up to you guys to get the word out and and help this podcast grow. And every time I get a rating or uh, an email, I can run to my wife and say, see, it's all worth it. Leave me alone. You do the dishes for once. <laughs> that's it. Thanks for joining us. And uh, good luck this week. Oh, well, real quick. Sorry. Man, I almost cut it off before the Thursday game preview. Thursday night game. We have the Chiefs and Broncos. Uh, if you could grab, you know, Cortland Sutton's a guy to grab. Manuel Sanders, if he's available. Uh, both Broncos running backs are in play. Broncos, I mean, they could have really nice games, both of them. And for the Chiefs, I don't know. There's, I mean, everybody's probably taken already. There's no one really to grab. Not a lot. Not a lot on free agency here for this for these for these teams. But the Broncos D might also be a nice little streamer too, a sneaky streamer. If you're in a 12-man or 14-team league, Broncos D might not be bad looking at. So that's it. That is it for sure. Thanks again. Please, please rate us. Average Joe's out.